We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for May 2nd, 2017. And I have a lot of material for today. I'm not sure how far we're going to get into this, but I am going to try to cover the main things that could be potentially impacting us in the very near future. A lot of different critical current events to cover today. And uh, before we get started, just some uh, Bible verses to kind of set the tone. Uh, Proverbs 3 through uh, 3 3 through verse 14. And this is a, a lot of, this covers a lot of ground biblically, these particular different Bible verses. Just good things to, to bear in mind um, in our everyday lives, essentially. Uh, Proverbs 3 3. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck and write them upon the table of thine heart. Meaning, make these a part of your life. Mercy, having mercy to others, essentially. Um, if we do not show mercy, we will not obtain mercy, is what Jesus said. Uh, and then also, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. And I always think of, I keep going to that verse in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, where the Bible says, And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned. And here's the crux of the verse, who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And that is going to be essentially the norm, which is really, it's the norm now. It's the norm for the end times. It's the norm that the end times that we're moving into, uh, having no love for the truth. I'm talking about the masses in general and having pleasure in unrighteousness. So when you look around and marvel at all the people that are so asleep and, you know, have no desire for truth, well, the Bible predicted it would be this way. <clears throat> but the Bible also says, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Make them a part of your life. Bind them, bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. And here's the blessing connected with it. So shall thou find favor and good understanding in the, in the sight of God and man. So there are blessings connected with doing these things. And we're going to see that over and over in just these verses alone. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not unto thine own understanding. That's a huge one. Uh, everyday type of thing. In other words, don't be wise in your own conceit. Uh, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. These are all biblical verses and concepts. So trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths so see it's conditional if you want your paths directed by god acknowledge him in all your ways acknowledge him praise him uh, bless his holy name acknowledge um him in everyday life re regarding these things and then he will direct your paths but if you don't acknowledge him then don't expect to have your past directed by him. And then it goes on in verse 7, <clears throat> Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So, a lot of these verses kind of like reiterate one other parts of the verses. Uh, not Do not think more highly than of yourself than you ought. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Uh, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord will typically cause you to depart from evil because if you really fear god you're going to be afraid 
of the consequences of not departing from evil. That's just a cause, it's just cause and effect. It's just common sense. So when you fear the Lord, you're naturally going to depart from evil or very much have that tendency. Okay, and here's the blessing connected with it. When you fear the Lord and depart from evil, it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. So there's, there's actually a connection with um, your health, your physical health in, in doing these things. Honor the Lord with thy, with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. What is, the, what is the blessings connected with that? When you honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Meaning, and I'm not saying like you've got to have this Levitical tithe thing that a lot of churches preach. I've done a whole teaching debunking that. And I'm not saying that giving is a bad thing. I, I believe it's essential. I believe for some people it's more than 10%. It, it depends. The, the Bible says in the New Testament, as a man hath purposed in his heart, so let him give. Okay, that's New Testament giving. Okay, as a man has have purposed in his heart, so let him give. Now, granted, you want to stay close to God so he can direct your ways and acknowledge him in all your, your ways so he can direct your paths and these types of things. Uh, but I do believe that is essential. I have, you know, um, even as times get bad, even as things get darker and darker, I do believe that is an essential thing to do, to um, not stop your giving because the economy is collapsing or whatever. I really believe that this verse, and again, you could say, oh, well, now you're getting into prosperity preaching. All I'm telling you is I've seen this demonstrated in my own life over and over and over again. And I also believe there is a protective element that happens when you do this. When you honor uh, the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Now, in, in biblical times, the first fruits meaning they had a harvest and they literally took the first part of the harvest, whatever that was, if it was a tenth or whatever, and that was consecrated unto God, unto the Lord. Um, so it wasn't, in other words, it wasn't the dregs of what the harvest was. It wasn't like, okay, this is what was left over, this is like the dregs, no, it was the first fruits it was the best part okay um of thine increase what is the blessing connected so shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine so those are things that that are are biblical concepts uh, that are you know there to think about and and i i have seen it in my own life over and over and over again by doing these things. So, then it goes on to say, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. Uh, so we have that, and again, that's, that's reiterated a lot in the New Testament as well. Of whom the Lord loveth, he also chasteneth, meaning if he is your father, he can discipline you, he can spank you. Okay? Uh, if you be and if you be without chastisement, you are a bastard, meaning an illegitimate son. So if you say you're a Christian and you're going through life and you're living like the devil and nothing's happening to you, like your your life's just fine, well then you're not saved. That's a very very good indicator you are not saved, because if you were God's son, you if you were not a bastard, you would be chastened by the Lord. And let me tell you, that is a <laughs> that can get 
really, really bad. And there's different levels of it. I, I had one uh, pastor a long time ago in a independent fundamental Baptist church I was back, back in uh, uh, North Fort Myers, Florida. And he would always liken it to the Lord will start you out with fine grit sandpaper. Uh, meaning, if you had fine grit sandpaper rubbed on you, it might be irritating, but it wouldn't be near as bad as if when you increase the grit. And then he says he'll progress you up to, you know, he'll get you up to double odd grit or whatever, the one of the hardest grits that would literally tear the hide off you. And so that's that's something to think about. It's not necessarily where God's going to come in with a sledgehammer and and just... But he's typically, because he is merciful, he will start out with fine grit sandpaper and then progress you up if you're not getting the message. So that's another biblical principle to think about. Uh, so, But we're not to despise the chastening of the Lord. You always learn the most and you always grow the most in the valleys. Okay, You don't typically lay down roots and grow on the mountaintop. That's, an, that's another thing. Okay. That's why you're not to despise the chasing of the Lord, because that's where you really grow. That's where you really learn. Um, then verse 12, for whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. Again, it's, re it's restated in the New Testament as well. Even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Okay, So if you're being chastised by God, that's a good thing. That's evidence you are a Christian. One of the many. One of the many. There's a lot of different evidences. You know, fruit of the Spirit. You know, that's one. A tree is known by by its fruit. Um, there, there's different things that, that you can look. I mean, it, your conscience. <laughs> Has your conscience been seared with a hot iron? I mean, can you do stuff that a Christian should not be able to do and you have no conscience about it? That's a really bad place to be. Because you don't want to have your conscience seared with a hot iron. Because from a biblical standpoint, I've never been able to identify a whole lot of coming back from from somebody that has their conscience seared with a hot iron or somebody that's been turned over to a reprobate mind like Romans 1, uh, there's not a lot in Scripture to indicate a person that's gotten to that point will come back to the Lord. I'm not saying it can't be done. It's just not a place you want to ever put yourself in. Uh, so going forward here, uh, for whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. And that's reiterated heavily over and over in Proverbs and in Psalms. You know, um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of understanding. It's the beginning of knowledge. Now you have fear of the Lord connected in with wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. So then there's protection connected with the fear of the Lord. Uh, I also believe that partly fear of the Lord is connected with giving. Because if you fear God, you're going to fear not to give back to him. Then there's the analogy, and I think this is a good analogy, about the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is the only body of water on earth where water flows into it, but nothing flows out of it. And it is dead. You ever been around somebody that they're just takers they don't give. They're not givers. They just take, 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 take. They're very dead inside. Because what purpose is their life but to use other people and to take? Whereas a giving person is typically very alive 
and, and has a lot of purpose in life because their life has meaning. So these are just these are just things that are coming into my, my head as we as we go here and just things to think about. And I'm sure you can relate to other people like, yeah, yeah, I noticed that guy. He was a, such a user and such a, and he was miserable and he was dead inside and he was, you know, miserable, you know. That's typically what will happen. Um, Jesus says, let, that, let them that is greatest among you, let him be your servant. Let them be your servant. So a servant is what we should all strive to be. And those that are last shall be first, and first shall be last. So, and, and we're not supposed to seek the highest seat in the synagogue, as Jesus said. We're supposed to seek the lowest seat, and then if he bid you come up, then you come up. In other words, you seek humility. You seek, um, you seek to be a servant, and that keeps you humble. Okay, That's connected with the fear of the Lord, too, because the fear of the Lord breeds humility. Humility, uh, the, the fear of the Lord will actually give you humility because if you fear god you're going to understand your placement in the whole spiritual hierarchy and that, and that you know for we are all together as an unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags for us to not think of ourselves more highly than we ought for us to consider the pit from whence we were dug these are all biblical concepts that are all kind of connected in with one another and these verses there's so many things that you could just rabbit trails you could go down with each verse almost and then uh let's go forward here and then for the merchandise of it meaning the merchandise of finding wisdom and the man that giveth knowledge the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold so just some verses to consider kind of start us off in a biblical mindset because you know typically again what we cover from a watchman standpoint, that's all I've ever claimed to be a watchman. I don't claim to be a pastor or deacon or whatever, okay, uh, any kind of person like that. I just claim I'm a watchman and I guess a teacher. And um, what we get into on a weekly basis as we increasingly move further into the end times is typically of a negative nature. So I just saw this and uh, I wanted to give you a, a update, a brief update on this Oroville Dam. And I said, this stuff is not going away with the Oroville Dam. The New World Order wants this thing to go because the cascade of events that this could set off would be monumentally horrific. Especially right now into the, where we're getting into the growing season. This is like the, the one of the main fertile areas one of the main bread baskets of of america and not only of america but of the world and there's a lot of populace there there is a it is a main growing region for that area there's a lot of uh i mean it, it would just be and it's also the area of the state where it has the densest population in california of people that would resist the new world order that is another reason they want to take this area out. It's not like they're the the, the trendy, uh, and I'm not saying anybody that lives in L.A. is whatever, but, I mean, obviously there is a higher percentage of wacky people, very, very liberal people that live in those areas. Nothing against any of my listeners that live there. I'm just saying. I'm sure you see it every day if you live there. <laughs> I've had enough. Uh, guys, listen, <laughs> every, every time I've went over there, you know, it's a different deal. <laughs> it's a different, just people on the other coast. 
you know, from from where uh, from this coast. And I'm not saying that one is better. I'm just saying that it's it's a different mindset, big time. Uh, it's of a more liberal mindset than I think a lot of parts of America, obviously. Um, but this continues to worsen the situation. And Jerry Brown, the governor, is doing everything he can do to make sure that this situation worsens. Just a quick look at this. He just appeared with uh, John B. Wells on, I don't know, I think he changed the name. It used to be Caravan of Midnight, now it's something else. Anyway, Paul Preston of Agenda 21 Radio. And if you want to know the breaking, most breaking updates on the Oroville Dam, you want to be checking Agenda 21 Radio. Okay, so agenda, the number 2-1 radio, just do a keyword search for it. Paul Preston. He's the one that Dave Hodges has been interviewing. He's probably, I would say, on top of the situation about more than anyone that I can see. He's got several reports on his thing right now. Dave Hodges is saying, and, and, and I think Paul Preston would, would agree, is if you're in this area, you don't want to be there. You do not want to be down downstream of this dam right now especially at least get through spring runoff now i understand you could say what do you mean i gotta uproot my whole family and move out for now well would it be better to die is all i'm saying i mean you gotta really look at this and and you know this is a prudence type of thing yes take it to the lord in prayer pray about it uh but I would say from a prudent standpoint, if you're going to err on the side of safety, if you have not had a major, uh, I mean the handwriting on the wall, you know, there, this is, there's a lot of handwriting on the wall here that this thing could go and that this would be a wonderful thing to advance the new world order and that agenda. This would be a wonderful thing to kick us off into spring and summer, into a, a summer of, of chaos and um, take it to the Lord in prayer, but I would have to tell you from a watchman standpoint, I would seriously consider if you are downstream from this thing, I would say within 120 miles, from what I'm seeing here at least, you need to seriously consider relocating, at least temporarily, at least after after the spring runoff is there remember the snow packs in the sierra nevada mountains are like a record record level and they're not letting the water out like they should and as you're going to see there's all kind of red flags with the dam right now and it's all being covered up paul preston and one of the nation's leading dam experts scott cahill visited orville dam on april 23rd 2017 now you can go up there uh right now and just click on a plethora of our of reports about this okay uh you can you can search out the um i was just listening to it actually i haven't heard the whole thing if you want to if you want to get an update here um imminent failure orville dam arc midnight number 45 this just came out today and this is um john b wells interviewing paul preston and this is on before beforeitsnews.com. You can click on that. And I don't know how long he interviews them, but like I said, this is something where <laughs> I would not mess around with this. And I th and I really truly believe they have got this is this would just be the start 
of a New World Order agenda to blow a lot of these dams. Because according to the Deagle studies, there is going to be like, it's, what is it, 90, 85% reduction in population in America in like between now and 2025, I believe it is. I've got into all the statistics. They haven't backed off on those statistics. What? Something's got to give. Now, I'm not saying God can't intervene, but they are predicting and planning and banking, and I mean the New World Order, is banking on a massive reduction of the populace between now and 2025. Yeah, you could have a pandemic, you could have all kind of natural disasters. This would be along those lines. There's a fault line that, that runs right in this area. They could blame it on that. They could trigger that. I really believe God's the only one holding this stuff back right now anyway. But the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. And the simple pass on and are punished. That's what the Bible says. The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself and his family. A man that provideth not for his own has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Well, providing for your own is also protecting your own. Okay, so you could say, yeah, you're shaming me and all. I'm, I'm giving you Bible verses, okay? I'm just telling you. <laughs> I've reported on this over and over again. I hope nothing happens. But I think the only way nothing is going to end up happening, the problem is, is a lot of stuff has already happened with this dam. It is in shambles, okay? It, it is like, you know, <laughs> at this point, it's like it's being held together, Band-Aids and, and chewing gum and peanut butter, is the way it's it's sounding to me. I mean, it, it could be it could be that close. Um, Paul Preston, one of the nation's leading dam experts, Scott Cahill, visited Orville Dam on April 23, 2017. The visit revealed a major leak in the dam wall above the Hyatt power plant. The green area in the dam wall is very wet and is porting water from behind the dam, so it's there's seepage coming from behind the dam. Sources close to Agenda 21 Radio went to the area on the dam, and after an examination of the leak in the embark in the embankment material, including vegetation speciation, vegetation speciation, reported the leak is a major concern of the Department of Water Resources that it is not reporting to the public. See, they want maximum death and carnage when and if this thing blows. They don't want any advance notice. And they're probably beating their heads against the wall that this thing hasn't went yet. Governor Jerry Brown, that just Satan, just say Satan. And we can equate Governor Jerry Brown with Satan. Okay. Uh, when the main spillway on February 7, 2017 ruptured, it set off a series of events where systems at the dam were put into what is referred to as failure modes. Dam failure modes, if not stopped individually, which they were not, lead to a series of events in other systems of the dam that will ultimately lead to the entire dam going behind, the, the entire dam going and being destroyed. In other words, you have these different systems so that they can back up one another. But if those systems are just left and not addressed, once those systems have went into this failure mode, well, then they're going to cascade. But there are probably redundancies that they've tried to build in there so that a catastrophic failure would not happen. But when you have all the redundancies gone, then the dam blows. 
There are now four major systems in failure modes, and with these ongoing failure modes, the main spillway, the emergency spillway, the river valve outlet system, um, and the loss of the Hyatt power plant could lead to a catastrophic dam failure. Now, there are questions about the structural integrity of the dam itself with a noticeable leak in the groin area. That's interesting. The groin area on the south face above the Hyatt power plant. Never heard of a dam being referred to as that way, but okay. This brings the total number of failing systems at Orville Dam to five. So five failing systems right now, and none of this is being essentially reported to the, to the public. Agenda 21 Radio has been contacted by individuals who are familiar with the Orville Dam incident and have stated that there are major structural concerns which call into question the structural integrity of the dam itself. According to these sources who are from Northern California, they state there are a number of DWR employees, Department of Water Resource, employees and others who are aware of the issues and are willing to speak out because Governor Jerry Brown, Satan, is attempting to stop all technical information regarding the dam's structural integrity and snowpack evaporation rates from being released to the public. Because the snowpack, like I said, everything depends upon the snow runoff. And it's records. It's, it's at like 100-year record level up there. So he doesn't want anybody to know that information because then they might get out of Dodge ahead of time and, you know, not enough people would die and they wouldn't have all those sacrifices to Satan because that's all this would be viewed as. If there were millions and millions of deaths as a result of this and they could pull that off, not only would the area be wiped out from an agricultural standpoint, but the people there would be wiped out and all those are viewed as sacrifices to Satan. That's how the Illuminati, that's how, when they have a war and they have their death tallies every day, that's how they view their, um, those are sacrifices to Satan. Those are human sacrifices in their eyes. And that's how they, will, from a witchcraft standpoint, they believe that's how they gain further power. That's why they sacrifice people at witchcraft ceremonies, at the high level ones. So, yeah, good old Jerry Brown. He's he's making he's making sure all technical information regarding the dam's structural integrity and the snowpack evaporation rates, uh, making sure that that is not being released to the public. If snowpack evaporation rates are estimated incorrectly, the amount of anticipated water coming into Oroville could pose a threat to the dam. Agenda 21 Radio has been contacted by several residents who live above the Kelly Ridge residential area that overlooks the Oroville Dam above the south end of the dam about intense vibration shaking their homes. That's not good. That could be like the, you know, the precursor to the dam itself breaking. And it could also be a precursor to a earthquake event that they could try to trigger in that area. And they have that technology. Who cause earthquakes, tsunamis, and these types of things. And they have had it probably going all the way back to the 60s, if not earlier than that. And they have admitted to it in their own military proceedings. And I've given you the quotes on that before. The locations of these homes is above the penstocks, which feed the Hyatt power plant. 
Residents are complaining of migraine headaches and nausea. I don't know if they're if they're using harp, um, some type of scalar weaponry to really really trigger a massive earthquake event in that area. But that could be why they're getting. some kind of juice something that they're doing with the earth that is causing these people not only the intense vibrations but it's causing them to have migraine headaches and nausea i just got a feeling it's governmental and they're trying to focus in on this and they're trying to get this thing to blow remember what i had said before between the end of april and the start of May, they wanted to really, really kick a lot of stuff off. Well, we got through May Day. That was essentially yesterday. Remember whole the George Soros thing and all that? And yeah, there was a lot of protest, but it didn't, it didn't develop into what they wanted it to develop into. Thank God. Okay, a lot of stuff that could have potentially went down between the middle of April to the end. Thank God we got through all that. And again, I just think it's God's mercy. People waking up and things of this nature. But man, they would really like to get this kicked off. They want to get us into World War III as soon as possible. And they want to have cataclysmic events going on here in America. To destabilize America and to traumatize America so that the American populace at large will be more suggestible. And will have their eyes focused in on all of the cataclysmic events going on in America and um, so that we'll have our eyes off of what they're trying to trigger over with World War III and whatever other nefarious things that they're trying to plan right now. Shock and awe. These are concepts of the, of the New World Order and the Illuminati. Create shock and awe. Traumatize us. Um, order out of chaos. They want to bring the New World Order out of the chaos that they're forming. And regardless of how you feel about trump i think a lot of people were woken up in that time period leading up with the election and trust me i'm not at this point if you've heard my last two studies i'm not (laughs) you know i have very huge concerns about trump at this point and kushner in particular the boy blunder i mean boy wonder that he's son-in-law or whatever um but a lot of people were woken up in this election cycle that probably weren't before. And a lot of people maybe, I believe a lot more people were praying, were woken up. But I think a lot of people also went back to sleep from, what I've, from the feedback I've gotten from other organizations. You know, because Trump got in, they're thinking, oh, okay, everything's going to be great now. It's not the case. So, going further here, residents have con- contacted contractors at the dam who have told them that they cannot talk about the vibrations. So, everybody at the dam that's working on the dam have pretty much been told, you need to shut your mouth. But there are people coming forward, uh, These a number of uh, Department of Water Resources employees and others who are aware of the issues and are willing to speak out because Governor Jerry Brown because they're like, you know, listen, I, whatever happens to me happens to me. But, I mean, this guy's going to kill millions of people if this thing goes all at once and there's no advanced warning. Which is the goal. 
Now, let's go further. Uh, is the UN preparing for mass a mass casualty event on U.S. soil? And again, this would be a mass casualty event, the Orville Dam, just by itself. But again, what if there were several things going off at the same time? That would give you maximum shock and awe value. Okay, order out of chaos value. And I've always said when it finally, finally, finally goes down, it would be it would make more sense from a satanic standpoint to have a lot of stuff going off as opposed to one event like 9-11. 9-11 was bad enough. Orchestrated by our government. If you don't believe that, just can't lose change 9-11. And then there's so many other resources I could point you to. If you thought that the those those twin jets brought down steel metal steel metal structures in their own footprint, perfectly upon one another in a very short period of time with jet fuel. That was one event. Traumatic as it was, could you imagine if there were multiples of that event where the death toll was I mean, Orville Dam, the de- it would make the 9-11 death toll look like nothing. It might be millions of people, if there was a no va- if, particularly if there was no advanced warning on the Orville Dam. So is the UN preparing for a mass casualty event on U.S. soil? There is a pattern that is emerging from a combination of sightings and reports that is suggestive of the fact that a mass casualty event casualty event is coming to america and somebody has advanced knowledge and preparations are being made as i write these words first as a disclaimer let me say that operation gotham was a non-event the real action i believe is the following now operation gotham was that oh it was the thing that everybody was kind of keen in on there for about a week where it could be this big mass casualty event exercise and this and that. listen i think that was part of the pro- part of the preparing of it and i give you some links if you're not aware of that so you can look at but it wasn't the event okay a lot of people were saying it's going to go down during this event but there's so many there's so many things right now that 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 could you know that that could be the case the real action i believe is the following and this is from uh, a listener. UN sighting in Pennsylvania near the Del- Delaware River. Dear Dave, this is written to Dave Hodges. And here's a picture of a, U- a UN. I mean, this looks like a really heavy duty. It's all white helicopter. It has UN on the door. This was taken by one of the listeners um, flying, I guess, over this Delaware River area if you want to see it. Dear Dave, we listen to your radio show every Sunday and visit your podcast often. Uh, earlier today at about 1 p.m., we were walking on a path, as we sometimes do, about six miles from the Delaware River, not far from Mooresville. Morrisville, I'm sorry. We came over a slight rise, and we saw three white tanks. Tanks. With UN markings sitting in a straight line, and they were not moving. There were well-dressed men outside the tanks in what my husband said were military police outfits. These men on the ground were wearing UN blue helmets, which is what you typically see, the light blue UN helmets. My husband said they were about they were within about 200 yards, I guess from them. I cannot describe the fear and surprise. Almost immediately we were approached by two jeeps with machine guns on them. 
We were told to stop and that this is now a restricted area. We were asked how we got past the previous security. We did not see any security, we told them. Well, maybe God got them through. Maybe God made them invisible because God can do that. God can make you invisible where the enemy cannot see you. And it's the whole premise of Psalm 64. It's the first thing you ask for. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. These people in the UN are workers of iniquity. You And what you first ask in Psalm 64 is for God to hide you. He can literally make you invisible to them, where they cannot see you at all. If you have the faith to believe that. Do you have the faith to believe that? Going forward here, it says... Um, we were told to stop. This was a restricted area. We were asked how we got past the previous security. We did not see any security. We told them they made us get into one of the Jeeps and were driven back to our car. My husband thinks that these men were military contractors and not regular military. I was scared out of my mind. The men were in unmarked Jeeps and uniforms that I did not recognize. They were neither UN or US as far as we could tell. Uh, well, again, this is what they want. They want foreign troops on our soils, foreign troops that hate our guts, that have no compunction about doing whatever they've got to do. Okay, so this goes on to say that the men were in unmarked jeeps and uniforms that I did not recognize. They were neither UN or US, as far as I could tell. My husband is former Air Force and said this was the strangest collection of military personnel he had ever seen. And again, we've reported over and over about all the foreign troops on our soil, Chinese, Russian, all kind of other nations that they that they have talked about seeing in Colorado, um, and they're they've been here for years. We've got all the Muslim terrorist cells that have been being brought in since probably at least the early '80s, if not the late '70s, that have been plotting for the grand jihad against America. You've got all the illegal aliens that came in. And primarily, primarily probably under Obama and, and Bush and these. I think Trump, that's, that has went down a significant amount. But the UN is still bringing them in. The UN is still bringing them in on these white unmarked buses. Probably in these planes are still flying in, uh, you know, under this refugee resettlement garbage. And, where they're, and then they're yoked up with these whorish 501c3 devil religious institutions like the Catholics and the Lutherans and these types of organizations that are doing this supposedly under humanitarian means. I've, I've reported on all this in the past. You have got so many different, what they call fifth column, Trojan horse, um, satanic troops already on our soil, just ready for the Greenland. You've got all these underground bases in these national parks where that they've acted as literal staging areas for these troops. When they're given the green light, they're going to roll out with, with tanks and Humvees and all kind of armored personnel to wage war on the American populace. Now, I'm not saying God can't intervene in all of that, but God's also let all this happen. <laughs> and it probably is because America has gotten so wicked, so decadent, you've got, you know, I don't know how many millions of abortions that have taken place on on u.s soil you've got america being the pornography um capital of the world more pornography comes out of america than any other place in the world 
you've got all this stuff that that America is is known for that is an abomination to God. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons that this could have happened, in other words. Let's go back to the report. And then she ends by saying, please do not use our names. They did not check our names or identification, but they did see our car. <laughs> I would imagine, though, that <laughs> they would... They could put two and two together in that pretty easy. You were probably the only ones that came over the rise that day and, and whatever. But, I mean, I'm not saying God can't protect them. But, um, and I hope, and I pray to God he does. But the thing is, is that we, you know, we've got to speak out about stuff like this. We have to. You know, we need to give other people heads up. I mean, this is the whole purpose of this whole ministry. It's just trying to give people warning on what's coming here. So back to the main report. The size of this event is much larger than it appears. My colleague Paul Martin is a former Marine tank commander. He told me that there are six support personnel for every person in a tank or a helicopter. Okay, now here's more. This isn't just, there wasn't just this one sighting from the Delaware River area. There were several. More, here's another one. Um, this is involving UN attack helicopters. Good, I'm, I'm glad they've got UN attack helicopters. Why would they be here? You know, I received this email on April 21st, April 25th, 2017 at 445 Pacific time. Good afternoon, Dave. I sent you a few sightings of the UN military in the air around my area on the East Coast. And the picture for this is at the start of this report of one of these attack helicopters. I just spotted another one. I guess he attached a video. And this is a reference pic of what I saw. Identical colors, not sure maybe the government or the feds according to the colors. I know they are doing a drill this week, but I have been seeing them way before that started. I even took thought, okay, all the previous sightings were practicing for the drill. But then I started looking for a common denominator. Why I am seeing all this activity so low to the ground, um, like they're mapping it out or something in my immediate area. I pulled a map up and started focusing on the flight path they all seem to be doing and they're going from north to south then the delaware river whatever they're up to i'll bet you that the river has something to do with it so it seems to be something with this delaware river here's another one Good morning dave i wanted to give you an idea with the map where all these sightings have been i have been reporting to you in the very middle of the screen on the left side of the delaware is my location I see you are looking for an accurate location. If you drop a pin dead center of this map, I think that that is the geographic coordinates of what you're looking for. I know you can't see the map, and he didn't provide a map there, but he's got several people emailing him about this, about these Delaware River sightings of these UN tanks and attack helicopters. Tanks on our soil? The UN? Attack helicopters? The UN is the coming is is the literal essential backbone of the coming new world order. It will be the police enforcement arm. Those Russian troops, those Chinese troops, the ones that form behind, you know, the, the I don't know if the Muslims are going to be yoked up with them or not. But Black Lives Matter, the Mexican gang, whoever whoever they're going to recruit into their ranks. And I wouldn't put anything past them. They're going to be essentially yoked up with the UN in some way shape or form so there is a video and reports there's a link here if you want to click on it uh videos and reports sent into him that goes into further detail if you want to know more about this i'll give you a link here on it's going to be on page uh, 
probably about page four of the PDF I'll be putting up for this date, which will be May 2nd, 2017 at contendingfortruth.com. Here's another email I received from the potentially impacted air, area of Orville Dam. Uh, if that were to fail, as many of you are predicting it will happen in the upcoming spring runoff. Hi Dave, I live in Stockton, California, and with the shows I've been watching, I got curious about the port of Stockton, since it's a gateway for imports and exports. Now remember, the Chinese have already taken over a lot of the ports, the, the main ports over there in California. And then they've moved inland, and they are, they are actually occupying abandoned warehouses because the economy there's so bad because of all the regulations there's a lot of abandoned warehouses. i reported on this in recent times so they've got a lot of these abandoned warehouses on these big parcels of land they probably have fencing around them where they can go in there and actually look like nobody's even there and could stay kind of under the radar for when they're called upon to do whatever they're called upon to do Okay, so back to this email, uh, it says, I have a former security officer that has worked for me, uh, so I decided to give her a buzz to see what, if anything, was happening. Especially since I hear choppers flying overhead every night, about 2 to 3 in the morning. And by the way, the port's MERSEC, uh, which I guess means uh, this port's MERSEC, maritime security is at level 1, meaning security is to be present at all time at this particular port. Well, if you were bringing in foreign troops or whatever, you would want high-level security there. Anyway, the only thing she knew was that the choppers were for the National Guard and the fire department are having rescue drills. <clears throat> Editors know. <clears throat> are they practicing for the Orville Dam to go? This would be a perfect excuse to get the UN out in the open if their presence was for humanitarian reasons. Again, yeah, absolutely. If you And again, why would they be practicing in the Delaware River, which is all the way across the country? Are they planning on doing several things at the same time and maybe blaming it on the Muslims? You know, it's not like the Muslims don't aren't chomping at the bit and would love to take credit for a ton of cataclysmic events that took place on American soil clamp us down into martial law roll out the un troops you could literally bring the un troops and the chinese troops out in the open in that particular scenario and do it under the guise of humanitarian reasons and get them on the streets get them you know out on the streets without any real resistance most likely from the american populace be the smartest way to do it you could also do that in a pandemic scenario Uh, <clears throat> in the absence of information, I started calling my sources and colleagues. I am still awaiting return phone calls. However, I did speak to Paul Preston, and what he told me is shook me to my core. I did not react, react until after we hung up, but clearly a mass casualty event is being planned for the United States. Paul told me that he has inside information that former military medical personnel are being quietly called up to active duty. One person, according to Preston's source, is almost 80 years old. Wow, they're calling like 80 years old? 80 year olds up when we combine what paul preston told me with the emailer from stockton california we clearly have the beginning of some serious dot connecting it goes on to say 
if I were forced to speculate, I would say that we are seeing the early signs of preparing for a mass casualty event in multiple locations in which the UN is invited in to mitigate a manufactured crisis. It's exactly what I just said. It does seem that way. And where would that crisis be located? I can say almost for sure certain uh, that if this scenario, with the scenario that is unfolding, it will certainly include the Orville Dam. The Orville Dam, to me, would be like, no pun intended, the, the dam-breaking event. It would be the initial um, event that would then cascade into other events. Also, based on what I know about the condition of some of the dams on the Mississippi River, I would say that we might be looking at a scenario scenario in which the country would be cut in half, which is another scenario I've gotten into several times. <clears throat> Third, no discussion of this type can be complete without considering the condition of the New Madrid fault line. Well, that is cutting the country in half. If the New Madrid goes, that is essentially, you know, the Mississippi River area, a trifecta disaster tailor-made for United Nations takeover. Uh, so, yeah. Tell us what you think in the comment section. What else means? So, uh, I'm sorry, I included that at the end there. But um, so that's one of the things that we're looking at here. Now, uh, <clears throat> let's go further here. And this is a. It's entitled a bio event weapon. Uh, bio weapon event coming. Paul Martin interview. So let's go ahead and listen to this. I'm. And on the newsmaker line with me is Paul Martin of RevolutionRadio.org. And, uh, Paul, you know I've been covering some items related to U.N. activity, helicopter activity, tank activity on our soil, particularly in and around the Delaware River area in Pennsylvania. And you are chiming in now with something kind of on the similar side that you're getting from the other coast. Tell us what you know. Well, I... Uh, <clears throat> Today's article is at the top of my website, and, and in my uh, comment section for that article, uh, it said, Dear Dave, my wife and I have recently seen those same exact helicopters flying low along the Cowlitz River up here in Washington State, not to mention totally white, unmarked Ospreys, dual-rotor airplane capable of hovering. I'm a war vet and can identify helicopters at night by their sound. We've been having Chinooks flying all times of the night over us. They seem to patrol Highway 12 west to east towards Mayfield and Rife Lakes almost every night. On three separate occasions over the past several months, helicopters have flown overnight and spotlighted my house. On one occasion, I was able to get outside before the light hit my house. Show them that they're number one. Keep your head down and your faith up. So there's no telling where all this activity is going around the country, Dave. So there's Washington State. Again, the UN helicopters, white, totally white helicopters flying. They're doing their maneuvers at night under the cover of darkness, probably getting the lay of the land, doing you know, drilling, drilling, drilling. So when they're actually called upon, this isn't going to be like a dry run. They're gonna they're gonna have a lot of experience in these areas. And the assets are already prepositioned. And there's a lot of assets that are prepositioned that we're totally unaware of. In these national parks, in underground bases, uh, under national parks, that will be rolling out, and, you, and you'll be like, "Where did that all come from? Where was that?" I mean, I got another batch of information regarding the national parks in North Carolina. I mean, 
It's unbelievable. I can't cover it today. I, I don't even have it. I don't have that information um, formatted yet for, for a teaching. But <laughs> every time I turn around, I just get more material than I can even cover. There's so many breaking things right now that, that could happen. And a lot of these, I, I just believe that this has been decades and decades of them pre-positioning assets, drilling on our soils, um, bringing in these foreign troops, and then bringing in all of the other wicked elements that, that you know, like La Raza and, and, you know, a lot of these elements that are going to be turned against law-abiding citizens in America, Black Lives Matter, La Raza, MS-13, a lot of these different, all the Muslims, that, the, the Muslim groups that are here, particularly the ones that are bent on jihad. Oh, man, it's, it's unbelievable. I think we're seeing a pattern because, Paul, I'm getting similar comments from people, too. Uh, one person near the Marysville area, which seems to be a hotbed of military activity, although it is near Fort Beale, I do think we are seeing an uptick. Uh, did this guy mention anything about the UN? I didn't catch that. No, he said nothing. He didn't say anything about the UN. He said there's um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Ospreys that he was talking about were totally white and unmarked. Okay, and that's what we're seeing in the Delaware area, except for the uh, two helicopters I showed that were marked with UN logo on it. Uh, this is interesting. Paul, if I were to put the proverbial gun to your head and said you got to speculate or die, what do you think is going on across the country? Well, I think with all, I mean, we've, we've watched for months of uh, 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 flatbeds loaded with uh, U.N. vehicles coming, you know, going north, coming out of uh, Georgia. Uh, we've seen them on the East Coast. We've uh, Right after, you know, when you came to Denver, uh, the day after you left, a friend of mine uh had to go to to uh south denver and the traffic just completely plugged up so he got off the i-25 and started you know kind of bobbing and weaving uh getting down there and, and uh, it was south of the uh uh well it was north of parker and uh, and there was a whole convoy of human vehicles uh heading south so it uh they're getting ready for an event and it and one thing that the listeners may not forget it was about two years ago, and you and I did a podcast on this, that uh, <clears throat> my East Coast said that they were bringing in hundreds and hundreds of field medical tents, uh, one million 100% cotton autoclavable blankets for some kind of bio event. And then we go back to what happened in, here in Fort Collins with a friend of mine. And what he said there's some kind of bio event, meaning a biological pandemic type of scenario. Okay, so in just so you know, if you haven't heard, Invive is running that special again. They ran back in 2015, and um, it's through the the web. It's not my web. It's essentially their website, but it's Dr. Dr. Dash johnson.com if you go up there you buy two of any strength of the invive it doesn't matter if it's 50 part or 10,007 you buy two of any strength you get one bottle free okay now you don't like with my special that i've been running for a long time you're not going to get like free shipping like but you're getting a bottle for free i can't you know that's that's a 
I can't do that, but they're the manufacturer. They can do it. They've only extended this to my listeners. This is the only time they've ever ran it. They ran it once in 2015, and they're running it now. I don't know how long it is going to go. Typically, last time, I think it went, I don't know if it went a month, or, or I think he extended it a little bit more. He will not, I'm trying to pin him down on a date as far as how long are you going to run this for. He hasn't indicated that to me. It could be <clears throat> another two weeks. It could be another month. I don't know. It's already been going for about two weeks at this point. Um, but as far as if you're planning for a bio event, this is the strongest thing I can recommend that you have on hand. Um, if you wanted to say, okay, I just want the least amount of bottles possible, buy either the 10,000 or the 107. The best value is is really the 5,000 as far as value. But if you wanted to have everything in the smallest, tightest package, the 10,000 or the 10.7. The 10.7 ES is an extra strength penetrating version, just like they have a 5,700 ES. It's the strongest, most stable um, <clears throat> colloidal silver on the market. It's a mild silver protein, and it's used. Uh, they use a protein as a stabilizer in there. Shelf life is at least, I'd say at this point, 25 years. They've never had a bottle go bad. They started in 1993. They never had a case of a person turning gray from it. The whole Argeria thing. That's when you do the cheap electrical generator silver that you make. It's very unstable, and um, that is the type that will build up in the soft tissues if you do especially if you do too much like the people that have turned gray are the ones that drink like a 16 ounce glass of it a day year after year okay nobody's ever turned gray from drinking in five miles silver protein even though it's much stronger uh, but i don't advise anybody I, I mean typically i don't advise people do it every day anyway you know unless you have ongoing candida patterns and you, you could do like a dropper full of the 5,000 every day to keep candida levels in check. But you also want to do flora with that as well. Uh, but take flora away from the mild silver protein. You take them separately. Uh, so they are extending that. I don't know how long it's going to run, but if you haven't heard about it, I, I sent it out in my last health newsletter. You can email me. I can email you the um, details. But essentially what you have to do is you go up to that website, dr-symbol, the hyphen, whatever, um, johnson.com and you when you get to the comment section uh you have to mention that you heard about it through me and they'll give you the they'll give you the extra bottle and if you ordered six bot like if you ordered a six pack you're going to get a discounted price plus you're going to get three extra bottles of like the five so you get a total of nine for the same price as what you would pay for a a discounted six pack essentially because once you get to number six on the website the price comes down okay um it's like a volume discount but you get an extra three on top of that so it's the only time i've ever seen them do this the the company's been around since 93 i don't think they have ever run this ever they've only done it for my listeners um and they did it in 2015 i think it was around i don't know october around and they're doing it again now i don't know if they'll ever do it again i don't know i have no idea i had no idea he was going to do it this time i had no foreknowledge of this he just said let's go ahead and run this again and um only for your listeners so that is an option if you have not stocked up on that this is the you're not going to get a better opportunity than this as far as that goes 
I can't match these prices. My special price is normally the best price on the internet, but when they're running this special, I can't touch it. I can't touch it. So um, if you do have an iPhone or you're trying to order this from a phone, I have had one person email me and said that there was not a comment section on the iPhone that they could put me in as a referral source. And um, regarding that, I... I have special instructions, but you have to email me, and I'll tell you what to do. Okay, um, it's easy, it's simple. If you if you have to use an iPhone to do it, and you don't see a comment section, then just email me, and I'll tell you what to do. Okay, it's not a big deal. All right. Anyway, let's go forward here. My making a delivery to a very nondescript old building in Fort Collins, and it was full of. Uh, uh, the, the kind of uh, medical tent you saw in the movie Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman right. and and uh, boxes and boxes and boxes of suits and clubs and all that kind of stuff. And right inside the door was eight cases stacked up full of satellite phones. So with that and, and you know, what's going on in Pennsylvania, now we've got it in Washington. Uh, the Pennsylvania was the Delaware River thing. And the Washington thing was what he just mentioned with the white helicopters and stuff doing maneuvers and they have that in Stockton, California. We've got we have had all types of also sightings around the Orville Dam of troop movements and of military vehicles in that area. I didn't even mention that. I, I put that out in a separate email. So you've got a lot of this stuff going on. They're getting ready for a vent. It, it we we very well uh I mean your source that bugged out you know, three years ago, the FEMA guy and, 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 and my source, you know, said <laughs> they're looking at a, a bioweapon event. So we very well could be seeing that. I think you're right on the money with that. And what's interesting, you alluded to the military, uh, excuse me, the medical military becoming active with the U.N. What's interesting is I'm sure you caught this in, in my report from late last night that Paul Preston of Agenda 21 Radio has an inside source that was telling him about the medical call-ups across the country. In fact, one of the neurosurgeons they called up was almost as old as 80 years of age. Yeah, yeah. It's, but you got, I mean, you got to admit, you know, and we, I've been talking about this for two years. It's an easy fix for them. Bioweapons are very cheap. Uh, they're very easy spread around. Walk with an airlizer through the airports. You know, JFK, LAX, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Chicago, Atlanta, and you know, put a you know, put a timer on the bug for ninety six hours, let it spread real good. And meaning, put a timer on the bug, meaning nobody's going to start exhibiting symptoms for ninety six hours. When you have that type of window, you can really spread this thing far and wide. I mean, if people start dropping dead like within minutes of the. Um, it being spread, it being aerosolized, essentially, well, then you're going to have containment. But if you have 96 hours, you have people from 96 hours from the time they're infected to go who knows how far. That's when you really run into the danger. And they're not exhibiting symptoms for 96 hours. That's far more dangerous than somebody dropping dead within two to three minutes of being exposed. You're off to the race. So this is... And I hate to say it, you know, I got four kids and three grandkids. You know, it this 
and I hope I'm wrong, but it looks like we're heading towards a bioweapon event. Well, it's certainly in the uh, list of false flag possibilities, Paul. We've been joined tonight by Paul Martin, RevolutionRadio.org. We really appreciate this up-to-date report, and Paul is taking time out to join us. We're greatly appreciative. Just a reminder, we're brought to you by Numana Foods. And in these uncertain times, I mean, you're hearing them here, you can't be too safe. Go to numana.com forward slash Hodges. Find out why people say we're the best storable food company in the world. And the promo code for 5% off is Hodges NOV5. Again, and I have, I've actually bought some, some food from him. And I, I have to say, as far as the ingredient list goes, he's right up there at the top with this Numana Foods. I think they're a really good brand. I'm not getting anything for saying this, uh, but... Overall, especially, I'm a big one to look at the ingredients. And so many of these sell, we're really good quality. And I look at the ingredients and they're just garbage. I mean, garbage. GMO, all these horrible additives and stuff. The Numana really doesn't have that. Plus, I believe they also have an organic line, too. So they're a good one. Oh, well, I, need to break, I need to break in. I forgot something. It's late at night. Uh, I've got a, 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 a new... Uh, friend will say he's in the trucking business and he follows your work very 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 closely and uh we're talking he was calling me about the oroville dam situation and uh he's and he's in the trucking business and he said if that dam goes he said at the very minimum he said due to government regulations and california regulations that california really and all aspects runs the trucking industry when that dam goes he said it will shut down at bare minimum this was yesterday bare minimum of 25 percent of the trucking he said then that's at the low end paul this is incredible paul martin told me the same thing two days ago paul martin of agenda 21 i mean paul preston excuse me of agenda 21 radio he said the exact same thing 25%, and he went on to say retail, agricultural. He said it'll paralyze the economy. We'll go into instant economic meltdown. No just-in-time deliveries, food shortages, riots on the whole nine yards. So what you're hearing from that source, I, Paul Preston was bringing me up to date on this two days ago. Very Wow. So remember, this thing with the Orville Dam, this is going to be felt worldwide because they ship even a lot of what they make there even overseas this is something that is going to paralyze the country if the Orville dam goes this is why i've been part of the reason I, i've so focused in on it because it just seems like the best uh <clears throat> and i don't mean from a good standpoint from a satanic standpoint the best bet that satan has right now where you have something that's on the razor's edge of literally going to do the maximum amount of damage in the worst area it could be the one of the biggest bread baskets of america shutting down 25 percent of the trucking instantly putting us into you know unbelievable inflation on food and and food riots and things of this nature that going would be could be the linchpin for all the other stuff to go dire yeah, situation and i haven't i i you know i'm gonna hold off I'm working on another story about Oroville, but I don't have all the info yet, so I don't want to give half a story. But, Paul, I'm going to tell you this. It's not a matter of if that dam's going to go. It's a matter of when. <clears throat> and we have experts oh. like Chris Street, dam experts, 
who are coming out saying, it's going to go. We just don't know the date. And he's been pushed, and he said, what's the outside date? He said November 1st. He said that's the longest it possibly could last, but it's going to go much sooner than that, he thinks. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't see how... I don't see how if it gets it gets past spring full spring runoff. I mean, you know, I, I November first, you know, I don't know. I mean if Trump would step in and prioritize this, it, this most like this event could most likely be averted. But, you know, again, I don't think that's gonna happen either. Uh, pray it does, you know, pray if it's the Lord's will that this happen, uh, that, that some, you know, our government starts to focus in on this, and, but, you know, there's so many satanic forces that want this thing to go, you know, I don't know. So, you guys, you guys really need to get ready, anything you haven't topped off, you need to top off, like, now. Okay, well, any more break-ins, Paul? <laughs> this is uh, this is this is live. This is this is live radio. This is on the live radio on the move reporting yeah. here, and this is what you get because these this stuff is fluid. It's breaking, and we're trying to do our very best to keep people aware and updated. You people who are between Sacramento and Oroville, you need to leave. Enough said on that. Paul, any final words? Prep, 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 prep. You know, and, and, and medic, you know, medic, medications are another thing at the top of the list. I've been preaching on it for five years. I agree. You've got medical, medical conditions that you absolutely have to have to live, then get at least one year script from your doctor. If he won't give it to you, you go find a doctor that will. They're out there. I send people to my doctor uh, here in northern Colorado. And uh, uh, you know, heart meds, and, and you know, we got to take care of the elderly and, and our, you know, our grandmas and grandpas and stuff like that. So, uh, medications are very important. Uh, another good source uh, for medications is, is veterinarians. I know about three veterinarians. I've got one out here, and uh, he's, you know, he, he's got enough stored up for about ten thousand people for three years. And he's a prepper too. So uh, vets are a very good source of this stuff. So medications, you know, the, all the stuff you don't think about every day, uh, you know, feminine products, toothpaste, baking soda, you know, honey lasts for 10 million years, all that stuff. So uh, it, it's time, Dave. I'm serious. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Paul Martin from RevolutionRadio.org, we do appreciate what you bring to us. We look forward to your next update, although they are upsetting. Uh, people, Paul's right. You need to prepare and prepare now. Thanks so much, Paul. Okay, so let me just say one thing about the meds. I'll just go over two things, okay? Two big ones, that, especially with the elderly. Heart meds and diabetes meds, okay? I've told this story before. Uh, my grandma was in her 80s. She was on 11 meds. Uh, a lot of them were blood sugar meds and a lot of them were heart meds, okay? And we got her off 10 of the 11 in three months, okay? Just with whole food clinical nutrition. If you're going to try to get off the meds now because you know what's coming, the thing about insulin is you got to have it, it's got to be refrigerated. 
if this event goes down and we lose power, or let's say we get with an, hit with an EMP at the same time, the insulin's going to be no good, even if you have it. We got her off ejectable, injectable insulin and glucophage, okay? Within, I think it took us about two months to get her, get her off both of those. I did one medication at a time, and we got her off those. If I had to do it now, what I would do as far as, and this is as simple as I can make it, I have a product called Metabolic X, which is a broad-spectrum blood sugar type of um, whole food type nutrition, herbal thing that has a lot of different things in it i would put somebody on one with meals on the metabolic x and then either i, I like the one from biotics it's called cytozyme pan it's a particular specific um supplement just for the pancreas and i would do both i would do one per meal of each cytozyme pan and metabolic x okay um those are the ones i would recommend i have them in stock um you might be able to find them online i don't know i'm not 100 sure they're professional line products so um but when you do buy from me you're supporting the ministry essentially our donations are at an all-time low i mean they have never been lower since i started i haven't said anything lately because i can't stand the thought of browbeating anybody okay um but yeah, our, our donations have been an all-time low. And I, I get it. People are prepping. People are putting their, their, their monies into these types of things. But like I said before, whether you're giving to one ministry or another or whatever, or, or you know you're giving to the poor or you're giving to the... Don't stop giving during this time. I 100% believe that... And, I, and, I, and again, I'm not saying that so you give to me. I'm saying... If you're giving to the poor, don't stop giving to the poor, okay? Because when you stop giving, what I've noticed for myself, I stop, you know, things will stop happening for me. And I'm just saying, I've seen that over, and I think that people are pulling their horns back now more than ever. They are in full panic mode to a certain extent, but don't, no matter who you're giving to, I would not stop that process because I really do believe the whole thing that we had read before in those in those Bible verses, okay, about that. And so um, what you want to do with a diabetic case, <laughs> I would seriously try to start weaning off any type of meds that they're taking. The reason my grandma came to me, and I've told this story before, is... Something was happening with their insurance, and they weren't going to get their meds covered anymore. So their <laughs> their motors really weren't pure, but they were like, we're, we're not going to be able to afford this. Can you help us? Sure. Okay, so we got her off injectable insulin and glucophage within about two months, I think. And what you do, and I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what my grandma did. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm not, okay, I can't do that. I'm a chiropractor, so I can't do that type of thing i'm just telling you what she did and what you do and this would go for any medication okay no matter what you're trying to do you do not ever go off meds cold turkey and you do not if you're taking like multiple meds go off all of them at once that is insane remember your body has built a dependency upon them okay your body's built a dependency on them and 
Um, what ends up happening is, is the longer you take them, the more dependent your body is on them and the more those systems that those meds are replacing have shut down. Just like the thyroid is probably the greatest example of that. You put some... You put somebody on uh, Synthroid, okay, for their thyroid. And let's say they've had a sluggish thyroid. You put them on Synthroid. That thyroid's just going to continue to shut down and shut down and shut down. If they've been on Synthroid for more than a year, then it's very, very hard to ever get them off Synthroid. If they've been on it for two years, it's almost impossible. Even if you give them iodine, and even if you give them, like I would give them iodine in Thyroid Response by Innate. Um, response formulas those are the two best thyroid products i could give somebody you got to have the iodine and you got to and typically if you're trying to bring somebody off meds for the thyroid you've got to have them on a good um herbal type product to also activate the iodine ideally okay that's what i would do for thyroid but when you're dealing with blood sugar you're dealing with life or death stuff when you're dealing with heart stuff, you're dealing with life or death stuff, okay? So it's a different dynamic altogether. And that's why I said I'll just mention what I would do for blood sugar and heart right now, okay? And I don't know, you could view this like a little health corner that I'm doing. And I know I haven't done that a lot lately. I've been really focusing in on the um, current events. But I could really see this becoming something very, very important for people in the very near future. If this Orville Dam goes, number one, you're not going to be able to get your, your, your meds, Number two, if your meds require refrigeration and the power's gone, the meds are going to go bad, especially in injectable insulin, okay? What are you going to do in that situation? I'm not saying God can't intervene, but again, the prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, and the simple pass on and are punished. So if you've had ample warning time and you've done nothing about it, I'm just saying it's, it's not like the best case scenario. Not judging anybody, I realize that not everybody is in a position where they can make all of these preps and they can do all these things. And I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm saying, though, if you have the ability, I'm just trying to forearm you with knowledge. I'm, I'm trying to give you wisdom, knowledge, and hopefully some understanding so that if something like this does happen, maybe you've got some things in place where you can get through this. Okay? Um... Best two things for blood sugar, I, I know, is, is the Metabolic X and the Cytozyme Pan. You can do, as a replacement to the Cytozyme Pan, the Pancreatrophin PMG by Standard Process. I think the Cytozyme Pan is better. I had a uh, listener recently, she had pancreatitis, and I had her on the Pancreatrophin PMG by Standard Process. Wasn't fully getting the job done. She was a lot better, but it wasn't fully getting the job done she had a history of pancreatitis and people that have had their gallbladder removed a lot of times they'll, they'll start to have pancreatic issues where it gets inflamed okay that's a whole other can of worms with that okay because if you've had your gallbladder removed you really should always have access to bile salts for the rest of your life because if you've had your gallbladder removed you will not be able to produce bile upon command anymore when you eat a fatty meal because the gallbladder, which stores the bile, is gone. In that case, you should be taking bile salts with any type of meal with moderate to heavy fats. The only product that I know of, there may be other ones out there, is Colacol by Standard Process. You do a moderate fat meal, one to two, heavy fat meal, two to three, okay? 
Uh, a lot of times just doing that will keep pancreatic issues down and you'll be able to digest fats, okay? Not being able to digest fats is a huge issue, especially for women, because if you can't digest fats, you're not going to make hormones right. Fats are the backbone to the hormones. Cholesterol is really the, how we make all of our hormones, okay? And this is why they try to lower the cholesterol to unbelievably abnormal levels through the cholesterol drugs, because they're trying to mess up our hormonal systems. And yes, I mean that on purpose. They're trying to... Essentially, you, you lower your, your, your uh, hormonal levels with the cholesterol meds, and you're going to have a lot of people then that need to go on Prozac because they're going to go crazy. Because the hormonal levels are going to be so messed up that they're going to start having mental issues. And then you put them on Prozac, and then you give them on more meds, and you give them on more. It never ends. What I'm telling you is this is a satanic system. The medical system, particularly the pharmacia medical. Pharmacia, pharmace which is the root word for pharmaceuticals, is the root word for sorcery in the Bible. Okay, and in the end times, the Bible talks a lot about the whole, the, the, the sorcery. The whole world's going to be seduced by the sorcery, by the pharmacia. To a particular, now I'm not saying all meds are whatever, but <laughs> there is definitely a, a biblical component there. So, Metabolic X, Cytosine Pan, ideal, you'd want to stock up on those if you had blood sugar issues. Okay. Um, you might be able to get to a point where um, you're just doing like one of each a day. I don't know. If you've, if you've got somebody, though, that's been taking blood sugar meds for a long time, remember, this is not an easy thing to do. You're trying to wake up an organ that's been asleep a long time. The longer you've been on this stuff, the harder it is to wake up the organ. And the thyroid is probably the hardest organ to wake up. Pancreas, I found, isn't as hard. But still, you know, um, you'd want to really stock up on this stuff. Um, have a good supply. It could be like a life or death type of thing. Um, the there's a, I, the thing is, is I've tried a lot of stuff for blood sugar, so it's not like I, I can mention a lot of other stuff. I know cinnamon's really good for blood sugar. I know gymnema, which is the which is a uh, Hindu herb is very, very good for blood sugar. There's other things that you can do. I'm just trying to tell you from my experience what I've seen works the best. And I've got, I started this back, well, I became licensed in oh, 1993, essentially. I graduated in 1993. I was even doing the clinical nutrition, though, before that. So I've got, you know, way over 20 years of experience with this. And helping other people, I've answered thousands of emails over um, the years, I tell people, like, when I get all these requests for sit-downs and for personal one-on-one -on -one meetings, you know, like, for instance, I'll just let you know this real quick. Um, this is one of the reasons I can't do sit-downs. This is one of the reasons I can't do seminars anymore. This is one reason I can't do, like, the 16-city tour I did in, or 14-city tour I did in 06. Um, since... Um, January 20th of 2013, I have answered 26,575 emails. 26,575. In one way, shape, or form, I've, I've answered or responded or, okay, so that's a lot of emails on top of the ministry, on top of me doing my audios, on top of me putting the PDFs together, on top of me formatting the audios and getting them up online and then all of the other emails that I send out 
and all the other things that go along with the ministry. That's why I don't have the time to go to conferences and do that and speak and, and these types of things because I'm just a one-man band and that's, you know, but that's what I do. I just, and it's all been free advice. I don't charge for it. So I used to, when I was in practice, I did, but I don't, I haven't, I just haven't felt compelled like I should do that. Um, freely if you receive, freely give, that's what I've tried to do. So, um, gave you my recommendation for the diabetes, okay, for the heart. Okay, and I, again, I'm trying to keep this simple. I have like a newsletter on the heart. The heart can be really super, super complicated, okay? But if you just have somebody with like heart issues, high blood pressure, and they're trying to get off meds. My grandma had a lot of those too. Cardio Plus by Standard Process is probably just one of the best general overall heart supplements you can take. It's really good if you have a high blood pressure case and for just regenerating the heart in general. Okay. Um, that is a very, very good one. There's so many aspects, though, to the heart. That's the problem you run into. Because <laughs> there can be liver components. There's, there can be kidney components. But I'm trying to keep this simple. Um, if you had placking involved, okay, remember, there's no med that's going to help with that. Well, they'll give you blood thinners. Oh, yeah, like Coumadin, which is rat poison, literally. No, that's not the way you want to go. You want to go with an oral EDTA chelation. It's the cheapest way to go. Um, you can find it online, oral EDTA chelation. Um, you do that, you know, go by whatever they're saying. I like to hold it under the tongue and take it with a little bit of DMSO, DMSO. You can find pharmaceutical grade DMSO up on eBay. It's key in pharmaceutical grade DMSO. It will help the EDTA penetrate and that will deplaque you. Okay. It takes longer with the oral, but you know, it's one of those things that it will work over time. And most people can't afford IV EDTA chelation. It's very hard to find medical doctors that will do it because any ones that will do it are typically ostracized and demonized because it works too good. Works if, if they were doing oral or IV EDTA chelation, do you know how many less open heart surgeries there would be? Do you know how many less stent surgeries and bypass surgeries and angioplasty because the source of all that would be eliminated now granted i'm not saying it, it compensates for a bad diet but even if you were eating a bad diet edta will compensate for that i i've had more than one patient come up to me that has had that done and told me it saved their lives and i believe them i i do it occasionally myself um and that's one of the things you can do. If you, and again, one thing you can always do to kill the taste is some organic peppermint oil. Okay. Um, essential oil. The, um, that's, that's a good way to, to, to kill the taste there. Uh, if you've got valve issues, if you've got electrical problems with the heart, okay, the product is Vasculin by standard process. Vasculin. And again, if you've got issues and you're trying to get off meds or you're trying to wean off, you always take more of the clinical nutrition supplement at the very beginning and then slowly wean off. That's what I would do. I'm not telling you what to do, but that's what I would do if I was on meds. I'm not on any meds. I'm 48. haven't seen an MD and I don't even know how long. Um, 
decades at this point. I don't take any meds. I practice what I preach. I'm not a hypocrite in that regard. I'm not saying I'm not perfect, but, um, you know, I, I practice what I preach. And vasculin, if you have any electrical problems, valve issues, electrical atrial fibrillation, mitral valve prolapse, stuff like that, you do vasculin. You can do them both. They're, they're complementary, cardioplus and vasculin, okay, by standard process. And, again, whether you get it from me or whether you get it online, it's solid advice I'm giving you. Uh, I know that. Um, Hawthorne is a, is a really good herb to do in almost any cardiovascular case. Mediherb, which is the sister company with standard process, makes probably the strongest Hawthorne, most potent that I know of. That is one you can safely add in if you want to boost either the vasculin or the Cardio Plus. Um, so we got my grandma off all her heart meds. I don't even, I think that was the first thing we got her off, was all the heart meds. The heart will respond very, very quickly if it's given the right stuff. Okay, now if you have massive placking, okay, well then you're going to have to really address that as well. And then you're not going to get as quick a response because the massive placking, remember, you've got hundreds of miles of arteries and veins and things like that in your body. And if you're all placked up there, it takes time to reverse that process. And the EDTA is the best. If you want a natural blood thinner, natokinase, okay? But you never, ever do natokinase with a medication blood thinner. You will thin the blood way too much and it is very dangerous. Cannot do both at once, okay? You cannot do natokinase and coumadin. Okay, natokinase is a... Just an enzyme, it's derived from soy, but it's not soy, okay? It's just an enzyme isolated from soy. It's been used for millennia in the Orient, okay? It's probably the best natural blood thinner I know of. Um, so just to keep it simple, that's what I would say. You probably want to do nine a day of the Cardio Plus if you were taking it to get off a of med, at least with meals remember these are whole food supplements these are not drugs these are not something you're going to overdose on it's like a it's like a lot of a little a little bit of a food that you're taking in a, a concentrated food tablet that's all it is so people say i can't take nine okay well then don't do it just stand your meds and when you can't get your meds anymore then you know deal with that you know i'm just saying i mean it, so you got to make a decision. It's up to you. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of information here. I'm not trying to overload anybody. And please, if you're going to email me about this, do not give me your full health history. and Because I won't be able to deal with it. I, I, I cannot deal with like, okay, I want you to be my doctor. I cannot be anyone's doctor anymore. Those were long behind me. I, cannot, I can only help so many people. So if you do email me, please keep it brief. And uh, I can email you my newsletter on the heart, cardiovascular issues. I've got some stuff on blood sugar and stuff like that. Um, but please keep it brief, and um, I'll do what I can do to try to get you moving in the right direction. That's why I have the newsletter, so I can just say, okay, here. Here's the information. You do with it what you need. This is solid information. This is stuff that's taken me a lifetime to find out this could literally save your life but it's up to you ultimately what you want to do with that you know um so anyway that's all i've got for this part of the teaching and um we will go to part two god bless you
Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.